This episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked, the leading provider of at-home health tests. Are you looking to improve your hormone levels? With Let's Get Checked, you could do a simple at-home health test that will give you a complete picture of your hormonal health in just five days. Did you know that hormone imbalance symptoms can range from feeling tired all the time to insomnia, breast tenderness, and changes in blood pressure? Female hormone function is important for a number of different functions. Polycystic ovary syndrome, PCOS, ovarian failure, low ovarian reserve, early menopause, menopause, thyroid issues, and ovulation function. And some of the main symptoms of thyroid imbalance include weight gain, fatigue or feeling tired all the time, mood changes, skin rashes, and headaches. So, how does the process work? Your test is delivered straight to your door. All you have to do is self-collect your blood sample from the tip of your finger and mail the sample back to their accredited laboratories in a prepaid label. You will also receive support and guidance from the LGC medical team, who are available 24-7 to offer you the personalized advice you need to know your hormonal health. This week, Let's Get Checked wants to invite you to join their community with a 30% off discount code, MORNING30. So if you want to find out what's going on with your body, visit Let's Get Checked and order your test today. It's good to know. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. Arrived, they found the telephone we have and the electricity lines described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Good morning. Murder. There are some true crime stories that, no matter how much time passes, remain ingrained in history. On August 7th, 1560, the Blood Countess was born. So, if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Elizabeth Bathory was born on her family estate in the Kingdom of Hungary on August 7th, 1560. While her childhood was spent in a castle, she was plagued by a number of illnesses stemming from the inbreeding that took place to keep bloodlines pure. She was diagnosed with falling sickness, or epilepsy, and given treatment that included rubbing the blood of a healthy person onto the epileptic's lips or being given a mixture of blood and a piece of skull. This bloodlust and the cruelty taught from a young age would ultimately shape her into the monster she was about to become. In a political and financial move, at just 10 years old, Elizabeth was engaged to the son of a baron named Ferenc Nadazdi, and when she was 15 and he was 19, the pair wed and moved to a castle in present-day Slovakia, a wedding gift from Elizabeth's new husband. The couple would go on to have five children together. In 1578, Ferenc went off to lead the war against the Ottomans, which left Elizabeth in charge of all business affairs and estates. And in 1604, she was made permanently in charge when Ferenc died after 29 years of marriage due to an unknown illness. Before he died, entrusted the care of his children and widow to a man named George Thurzo. This man would eventually lead the charge against the woman people were now secretly referring to as the Blood Countess. You see, in the years before her husband died, a Lutheran minister began making complaints against the woman, both publicly and in the court of Vienna. King Matthias II assigned George Thurzo to investigate what was really happening within the walls of the castle. And by 1610, over 300 witnesses recorded their testimonies. So, what were they saying about Elizabeth Bathory? 
Well, according to these testimonies, Elizabeth had spent years luring young girls into the castle. At first, they were servant girls between the ages of 10 and 14, who came to work and were never seen again. However, when young daughters of the lesser gentry were sent to the castle to learn etiquette and failed to return, suspicions were raised. The testimonies continued to outline what happened to these women, how they were subject to extreme beatings, burning, and mutilations, all at the hands of Elizabeth Bathory and four collaborators. She would starve them to death, bite the flesh off of their faces, arms, and other body parts, freeze them, and use needles to torture them. They were burned with hot tongs, placed in freezing water, and covered with honey and exposed to live ants. In total, it is believed that she killed, and sometimes cannibalized, as many as 650 young women between 1590 and 1610. Some testimonies claim that they only heard tales of the torture, while others claim to see the bodies and even, on rare occasions, see the torture themselves. The problem is, when retelling Elizabeth's story in modern day, it's hard to determine what is factual and what is the work of fiction. Some of these witnesses, the ones determined to be the most credible, were made after the torture was inflicted. In fact, there are no accounts that contain concrete evidence against the Countess. At some point, it all started to weave together into one wild tale. One of those potentially false stories was that upon her arrest, Elizabeth was literally caught red-handed, covered in blood, and mid-torture. Due to her stature and the want to avoid a public scandal, Elizabeth Bathory was never brought to trial. They initially planned to send her to a nunnery, but as news spread that she murdered girls of lesser nobility, they decided instead to keep her under strict house arrest within the castle. The servant accomplices, on the other hand, were executed quickly. Elizabeth resided in the castle for the rest of her life. By some accounts, she was locked away in a bricked-up room until her death at the age of 54. Other documents state that she was given free reign of the castle and died comfortably in her sleep on August 20th, 1614. Since her death, many authors have written about the Blood Countess, trying to determine fact from fiction. Many believe she was a, was a blood-hungry female serial killer, while others believe she was the victim of political conspiracy. Those who believe she was a monster have focused on the vampiric tendencies, though she was known to bathe in the blood of virgins to retain her youth. Elizabeth Bathory is widely considered one of the world's first female serial killers, and, according to the Guinness World Records, the most prolific one at that. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on August 8th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.